Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Get to KO. I know we've been gone for a couple weeks. We've had things going on. Um, but we're all together now. And when I mean all together, I have a full team with me. And as always, we have my co-host. First, Julie Jubaka. Hi, everybody. I'm Bayuk. She never says what's up. She's a little rebel. If you guys heard Frankensteiner, y'all would have known that said that she said that. Um, and of course, the newly found out father of a baby boy, Mister Anthony Lu Luhan. I'm having a boy. Hey, fight me. I mean, is that what you're gonna tell your your son? Fight me? Like that is that's not that's yes. fight me. Fight me. Got, got, got him raised right. Got him right. Got to raise him right. <laughs> well, you know, priorities. <laughs> true. Very true. So, uh, without further ado, um, we did mention this on, I think we mentioned this on Frankensteiner, and then we've also mentioned this on Get the KO as well. So, Anthony, we just want to throw you again a huge congratulations um, with the baby boy. Oh! Yeah, you know how to do college goblins right. Congrats. I think the best advice I've gotten that I have a baby boy is I only have to worry about one penis, not a thousand. Yeah, yo. Yo, that, that, that's a very good point. I really hope I'm the v- one that has the first boy in my family, cause it's a sea of a genes in my in mine. So trust, like I I don't want that. I don't want that worry that any of the fa- the fathers in my family had to go through. So <laughs> I uh, I don't believe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I told Becca like when we found out we were having a girl. I was like, you know, what my only job is, and she was like, what? And I was like, keeping her off the vertical pole. <laughs> 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 she didn't like that. <laughs> All right, so we we have had <laughs> right we have had a lot of events going on, um, and also uh, with this being at the KO, we wanted to open up and we're going to introduce some new stuff that's going on. So to our audiences who are listening to this, thank you so much. Um, and here we go. So without further ado, we're going to start this off with UFC Fight Night 153. Now this was a couple weeks ago, but we are going to be discussing the main card of this fight. So let's start from the bottom up. Daniel Tremor versus Sung Bing Jo. Like, um, so this fight uh, was a decision. It went all three rounds. Uh, big mm-hmm. stats here, 49 of uh, 93. Uh, significant punches, 40 of 83. It takedowns, one for six for Daniel uh, Tremor. Uh, um, Bing Jo, uh, his total strikes was 23 of, six, uh, 23 of 65, 21 of 63. And one for three on his takedowns, plus one submission attempt. I really have to say that uh, Daniel Tremor like came out firing in this, and I think in the second round, I think it was, if I remember right, Benjo uh, started kind of coming back, do a little bit of damage. Um, but overall, man, it was a big, big shout-out for Daniel because he just came out firing, man, was just ready to go. What did you guys think of the fight? Well, I thought it was interesting because of the fact that Benjo's coming off a 9-0 record, and all of them have been like by like. They got either submission, knockout, or both. So, like, for him to go against Tamer and Tamer be like, oh, by the way, never mind. I won this. You can go step back. It was it was a good – it was a test that he didn't do that well at. Daniel kind of went, this is my this is my octagon. So, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great fight. I, I think it was great to see uh, Daniel stop a three-fight losing streak. Um Ever since he's came into UFC. Hey, you know what? Fun fact, it is his first UFC win. 
I believe. Yep, his first UFC win was against uh, Sunbin Joe. So shout out to him. Mm. Yeah, and to give you the heads up too, the scorecard had it 30-27, I think I had it twenty nine twenty eight because I think I gave like the second round to uh, Bin Bin Joe. Um, I felt like he had set kind of good good aggression on the on the cage, but you know that third round it was it was all Tamor man. Like he came through and just leveled out Joe. So big ups to him, man, and congrats. So moving up, we have Christos uh, Yagos. Versus uh, Demir Hadizovic. Uh, this was by decision. It went all three rounds. Uh, scorecards had it 29-27, 29-27, 29-28. I had it 29-28. I didn't think that there was 10-8 uh, or 10. Was it 10-8 rounds? No. I didn't think. Um, I know I know. I had Yagos. Uh, I think I had him losing the first round. He won the second and third. If I remember this fight correctly. Uh, Stat-wise though, Demir... 42 of 87, 24 of 61, 1 for 1 for his takedowns. Uh, Yagos was 67 of 141, 47 of 113, and 6 of 13 for his uh, takedowns. It was, Yagos was very active, like, all over the place, man. And as you could tell, like, he was just, he was tagging and bagging a lot, man. It was a, it was a great, great uh, fight for him. Right. Well, it turned one-sided pretty quick. It, yeah, it definitely did. Sharks in the water. Right. How do you feel about the fight? uh, Six of 13 on takedowns gives you a pretty good idea of what that fight was. It was definitely (laughs) what he really uh, wanted to do was take him around and grind it out. Um, It's these young fighters. I'm telling you what it is. This is his third fight in the UFC. He's 2-1 and now. But uh, they, they go out there and they give us a good show. It was not a boring show at any means. No. Definitely true. And Julie, what were you saying? I kind of interrupted you. And I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, I, was, I was pretty much going to go around, along the same line about about the takedown, you know, with the side. But also, it, it was kind of funny, too, because of the fact that Damer's coming off. Uh, he won his last two. So it was kind of interesting to see what he was going to do. And, you know, I don't know. I always find it interesting when you, you go into a fight off a pretty pretty good streak and then you come out. And it looks like you haven't you haven't fought in a while, you know what I mean? Yep. Because like we said, that that performance turned one sided quick. I want to say like around halfway around one. I mean, I think you knew quick that uh, I'm I, Christos because I ain't gonna try to screw up his last name like you, Cliff. <laughs> no, uh, it's Yagos. Yagos is his last Yagos. name. Yagos. Okay, because yeah, like legit, I love you, but Yo, like. <laughs> <laughs> butchering the app. Yo, I do butcher a lot of names, app. but I'm waiting for someone to add us. <laughs> but whatever, you know, shit happens. But yeah, no, I mean, you kind of knew what was going to happen, and and the fact that he came in the underdog, which was it, it's good too. You know, so. it's it's funny. Like, and I know a lot of listeners out there are gonna are gonna be like, "Well, yeah, Cliff fucks up a lot of names." I do, but I specifically saw this name and and purposely listen to all the commentators say his name and I practiced it just so I wouldn't fuck this up. <laughs> oh right. No, I I can totally get it. I do that with the Russian fighters at times. Oh yeah. Really? I'm about to slaughter right, we're gonna have like three names I'm about to slaughter here in a little Okay. Bit. You don't even gotta say the last name then. <laughs> so but I, so let's, but I yeah, yeah, it's, it's Amirakani, um, I know that. <laughs> oh okay, good. So Makwan Amirakani versus Chris Fishgold. Let's go. 
So, uh, fish gold. Did that's what I said. It? Fish gold. What do y'all, man, haters in here? All right. So, gold. 18 of 36, 9 of 27, 1 for 2 at one submission attempt for a Marquand. Uh, fish gold over here with 16 of 52, 16 of 52 with the significant strikes. 0 for 0. Scorecards actually had this. Um, Second round submission. It doesn't matter what the scorecard says. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he got Anaconda a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm reading through it and I forgot that it said submission underneath it, and I just saw all the fight cards. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this. Right, no, you're just going, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, no, Anaconda choke, uh, big wins uh, for this one, man. It was it was amazing. Uh, second round, four minutes twenty five seconds. So yeah, I mean, you guys throw in what you want to say. Uh, fish gold needs to tighten up a little bit. Um, and I think once he does that, if he cleans up a little bit, he can avoid this next time. Um, but Americani, you know, get it. Get they, it. they, they, they threw, he, they threw that fish gold was just throwing everything he could. He threw 52 punches that fight and that. And if I end this fight, I believe, because it was four minutes, 25 seconds. So this guy takes him down fast and puts him in Anaconda, gets it. He threw 52 strikes pretty much in that first round. And he only lands 16. Homeboy needs to tighten up, like Julie said. Yeah, tighten that, tighten that stand-up game. Otherwise, your stand-up game looks like Ronda Rousey on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Missing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or stand up game in the UFC. Uh, she got, head movement, head movement. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna oh, get blocked so hard by Ronda Rousey right. and Travis Brown. I'm gonna be upset. Uh, <laughs> uh, bring it on my end. Bring it. I don't you're, gonna, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be put on that Derek Lewis level, and they're, they're gonna block you. <laughs> so uh, we're not Ronda Rousey's finances. So. Lightweight, he- light heavyweight matchup. Anthony, I know you're going to want to talk about this. Jimmy Manoa versus <laughs> Alexander Rannick. Come on, man. Come with it because I know you want to talk about this fight. You were loving it. Uh, it Jimmy. I, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Manoa, but he got kicked into retirement. <laughs> he, he was sleeping before his head hit the ground. Yeah, right. Yo, he was. <laughs> it, it was nasty. It was. It went right over. It went, literally went right over his glove and connected. And I was like, "Oh god! Oh no, he's down." That that Austrian hit him like it was personal. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Yeah, right. Like you see, you what did you say about my mom? You know, like it. Looked, they were like, "Oh no!" Uh, the funny thing about this. So this card, I had to watch on my phone because I had to lie to my fiance because I had this afro growing. And I wanted to get it cut for the gender reveal. And so I told her I had an eye appointment. So my barber, Carly, by the way, my Lincolnites go see Carly. She does great on the hair. Um, she cut my hair and I'm watching these fights. And we get in the car. We'll get everything that we need. We get over and I'm watching the fights. And we get to the bar that we have our gender reveal. Shout outs to uh, the bar for letting us have it there. But we get there and I have the fights on my phone. And I'm sitting next to Aaron. I'm sitting next to her dad. And I'm watching Jimmy, Jimmy Manoa about to get kicked. As soon as he lifted his leg, I was like, oh! And everybody like stared at me. They're like, what was that? I was like, <laughs> Jimmy went to sleep, Aaron. <laughs> Little Jimmy went night-night. 
Or let you put him to bed. <laughs> so to give a heads up, let's talk about this. Uh, total strikes, right? Two of three, two of three for significant strikes for Jimmy. Uh, Alexander had one knockdown, two of seven, two of seven with zero and zero. I mean, this man got him with a two hitter quitter. Like he just popped him and right. kicked him, and Jimmy went to sleep. Like so, he literally threw. He like threw and was walking, walking forward as he's throwing. And Jimmy's backing up, and he's like, oh, I'm going to just kick you in the head. Yep. And, uh-huh. So the bigger thing about this story, too, was that – so not only did Jimmy uh, lose this fight in, by KO, um, the next day he retired, which, you know, big shout-outs to Jimmy. You had a great career. Um, you, I just – you know, we wish you the best on, on your f- future endeavors, man. It was – you, I, I, I know because he started late. He started really, really late fighting. So, you know, I think he said he took his first fight with on two weeks of training, his first pro fight. So, you know, you had an amazing career to make it to the UFC on as little right. training as you've had, man. Congratulations. Uh, I know you were looking for big things to win a championship, but you're not winning it with John Jones in the bracket. So, no. big ups to you, man. Uh, and congratulations on your career. My favorite fight from him was the KO in the second round when he beat OSP. Um, oh yes, he, and then and then he got then he then he went out um, five or six months later and knocked out Corey Anderson in the first round. Right. Then then it just went downhill. He lost. He's lost four in a row. So I I feel where he's at. Did he? He got so he time, took that short elbow. Time. He took a short elbow in the face by um, Vulcan, right? And then Vulcan just like. Pushed him over, <laughs> knocked him out. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that was my favorite fight, but that definitely on my highlight reel. Sorry, Jimmy. Definitely one of my favorite KOs. He's definitely blocking. You went me to too. sleep like that. One. You went. You went to sleep like you did that for, on the first of June. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move up. Uh, this was the main event: Alexander Gustafson versus Anthony Smith. Right. So Alexander Gustafson, 73 of 152, 72 of 151, one for three for his takedowns. Anthony Smith, 51 of 107, 49 of 104 for significant strikes, 0 for 1 with one submission attempt. And this fight did end in submission in the round four with a rear naked choke. Something that uh, some that Gustafson has a lot of problem with, which we'll talk further more into this, um, he just – he has – he panics, man. And the one thing we saw with John Jones and the same thing we saw with Anthony Smith is that he just, he just gives up his back. He gives up his back and he just lays down. And he just, I don't want, for lack of a better term, he just takes it. And he gets submitted mm-hmm. uh, through the rear naked choke. Um, that's, nothing, that's not to take anything away from the Mauler. Uh, he had a, an amazing career because right after this, he ended up retiring, uh, dropped his gloves. Uh, much love to him, though, man, because... That's like the one dude who really pushed John Jones uh, the first time they fought, and he was a staple in the in the you know in the division. And so to watch him retire, um, it's kind of sad. But I mean, at least he recognizes like, hey, it's it's time, and I'm I'm okay with that. Right. Anything you guys want to add on? Uh, shout outs, shout outs to Nebraska baby Anthony Smith from Omaha. Fighting out of Omaha, getting that W. Sure. Um, he definitely. He, did you guys see the screw in his hand after, after the XJs came? That that because uh, he broke his hand punching yeah, Gustafsson. Nasty, so nasty. 
Yuck. But yes, I did. So. Definitely. With Fight Night 153 kind of being wrapped up, there is another fight that happened the same night, and we're going to talk about it. Um, Anthony Joshua versus the new heavyweight champ. We're going to give it to Ruiz. Um, something I didn't know about this fight before the fight took off, and I, you and I talked about this a lot, Anthony, like off, off on, uh, in, on the phone, that before Ruiz ever turned pro, he was a, he had what 115 fights, 115, 151 fights in the amateur ranks before he ever turned pro. So like this man was ready to box, was born to box, and bred right. to box. Like it was so nasty. But then he gets into the ring with uh Joshua and in the third round he gets knocked down and um the commentators were all over Joshua's dick. They're like, Yeah, he's a great finisher, watch what he's gonna do. And Ruiz landed this nasty right hook, dropped Joshua, and everybody was like, Uh, what's going on? And then Joshua gets dropped again in the third round. And then going into the seventh round, um Ruiz ended up knocking down Joshua two more times. Uh, and right. the fight got called by the ref, uh, TKO, and new heavyweight champ. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to Ruiz and say, yo, congratulations to your win. What I really want to talk about with this fight, and you guys can touch dab on the fight. We can talk about that as well. But really want to talk about the, the situation that happened afterwards, right? And that's with, uh, with Stephen A. Smith, right? Where he kept referring to Ruiz as... Um, was it the Michelin Man? Is that what you kept calling him? Michelin Man, Butterbean. Butterbean, too. Yeah, just really disrespectful shit. Like, dude, like, we know that MMA and boxing is not in your wheelhouse, but there's no fucking reason for you to go out and trash another person in the profession. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I was, I was pretty heated about it because I was like, this is a man who works his whole life in boxing, and he's a legitimate boxer, but you're going to talk about Joshua, like... This isn't a this isn't a I look pretty contest because if that was the case, I mean Joshua might have won that contest. But it's it's a it's a right. boxing fight that we're watching. Yeah, but happen. like here, I'm gonna be a petty ass bitch because I have no problem doing so. Uh, it's not like he uh, it's not like Smith exactly like you know the hottest man on the planet too. So for him to be judging people for how they look to begin with is fucking rich. And then on top of it, I guarantee goddamn T if Andy and him were walking down the hallway. And and Smith were to say some shit, you know, to his face. You get popped and shut the fuck up real quick. It, everybody talks big when they ain't around somebody. Oh, that's how I look at it. Okay, he's it's like, disrespectful. And... He, but he's always disrespectful though. That's how I look at it. Every time I've ever seen him, he's a disrespectful, disrespectful piece of shit when it comes to anything to do with fighting. Anything to do with fighting, whether it's boxing or MMA, he always talks shit. And the only time he talks good is when he's on people like McGregor's dick. That's oh, the yeah. only time I've ever seen out of him. Yeah. So it doesn't shock me that he talks shit. He just he's garbage to begin with. That's how I well, look at it. Just goes to show. I mean, and I give I give Stephen a, I want to give Stephen A. props. Like he is a very good journalist in the fields that he understands and he knows. Right. So like yes. when it comes to basketball, I'll give him that. Football. I'll give him that. Yeah. But once he gets out of his wheelhouse, like you, we saw it. We saw it on the first ESPN card. Like he did not know anything about mixed martial arts he just he didn't know and i don't blame him yeah by all he means just talks, like i said he just talks shit like whether it's good shit or bad shit he's just bullshitting yeah 
And it's why I'm like, I'm done. I don't care. You can go away. You you don't care about this sport. Please don't comment on it. Well, like whether okay, so it's MMA or or boxing, you don't care about fighting. Please don't comment. Then put somebody else in that role. Well, like and Luke can attest to this. He wasn't out there talking shit about DC fighting at heavyweight. He didn't say anything about mm-hmm. DC and DC and and hey, DC looks like a black version of Anthony Ruiz. Like it is what it is. I mean, I'm just saying like they're they're two big guys, right? At at the heavyweight, when DC cuts to a five, by all means, he looks like a lean ass motherfucker. But in heavyweight, he weighs two forty. He's not normally at that weight. He just looks pudgy, but he delivers a lot of power. And we're yeah, looking you know, at him. We're looking at him and Ruiz kind of in the same way. But I don't see Stephen A. going out there and dogging shit about him. Talk about him looking like the Michelin Man or that he looks like a a butterbean type. No, he doesn't say it because DC. Because oh. it's like D, he has like obviously it's it's one of it's a thing where Stephen A. is going to defend you know a man of color versus a man a, a Latino that's like boxing like you can't talk shit about him like that and not talk shit about dc yo be equal be a journalist that's what your job is be fair right sorry i think my thing is is like yeah no i get it i get it like i said there's just some people where i'm like overall if they're not going to contribute well into the world uh you know if you're not going to be a good contributor you don't know what you're talking about don't you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm like just don't do it. Like don't don't bring them in. Don't just don't 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 give them the microphone. Shut it off. Take their Twitter away. You know just, whatever the fuck you got to do to get it across to them. Like no, you don't you don't comment on this. Or like don't be surprised when people tear them apart. Yeah, so I look at it. He had to defend himself. Like, I mean, he did. But it, it well, yeah, and like I look, at, I, I just it's if this it's. I'm a little tired, and this goes in general, and this is, this does go to UFC or just or MMA in general. I'm tired of people not understanding what the word fucking heavyweight means. Some people are naturally tall, and so when they get in the heavyweight division, they're not going to look like they got some weight on them. Other guys, they're going to look like they got some goddamn weight on them. So, like, Understand that aspect and chill the fuck out. Like, understand what weight divisions are and understand that everybody carries weight the same way. Like, chill out. What's your thoughts on it, Anthony? Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, Pinocchio should call him with his big-ass fucking nose. He wants to, uh, <laughs> to sit here and bash on a professional fighter's looks. He's a professional journalist. I'm a, I'm an amateur podcaster. Let me tell you something. I'm it is a dirty stain that he is is talking about. Calling him Butterbean, the Michelin man like that. Dude, his nose is so fucking big. I would like to punch it. I'm telling you, dude. His hairline is worse than LeBron James. I would like to knock that Ooh. back, too. I am just fucking telling you, dude. Stephen ah, A. Stephen A. Smith, that definitely, and and I don't, and I'm not racist, but I would love for him to say that some shit about to DC like that. DC would knock the black off him. <laughs> and I wish, I, I definitely wish, and I'm sorry I said that, but I definitely wish that he would say that to, in in front of a Mexican descent 
person and find out what happens because he'll be bald because he gets smacked so many times. You know what's funny, man? Because you like, don't go out there and go on and go on about somebody's weight. He's the champ. Congratulations. Fuck you, Stephen A. Smith. Stick to what you know and go fucking die. All right, well, I don't wish death on that man, but I definitely wish that his number two pencil or his Y key broke. So what I really want to talk um, – the other part I want to talk about too it is that – pop uh, is always flat. <laughs> the other part I want to talk about – we're going to move on because I don't want to keep bashing on this. Um, so uh, this fight, right, Ruiz versus uh, Joshua 2 was rumored to be fighting uh, – to be fought in London, right? But obviously with Ruiz being a champ, he said no. Um, so it sounds like the uh, zone, um, who's going to be hosting this fight, wants to have this fight at MSG. Um, they haven't set a specific date, but they have said they want to put it at Madison Square Garden. I couldn't think of a better place to have that fight. I think it's almost like dead center because I think Ruiz is a California kid, right? Yes. Yeah, so you could have him, you know, meet at MSG, fight it out, we'll have a, a bash at the Garden and see what happens. So, enough with this fight. We're going to move on to UFC 238. I'm kind of glad that we got that rant over with. I really wanted to get that off my chest. Um, so, we're going to start with this first fight, right? So, uh, uh, Ivanov versus Tia Tosava. Oh, my God, dude. Like Tosava. Nope. I'm going to slaughter names. Remember, we're going to make fun of me about it. So, let's get into this, right? So, this is a decision oh, yeah, all right. three rounds. <laughs> um, 66 of 146. 66 of 144 for Ty, uh, for Ivanov. Um, one knockdown. Um, 81 of 131. 73 of 123. And two for two for his takedowns. So, let's talk about a guy who can control an entire fight. Especially against a young up-and-comer like, you know, like Ty. Um, I really was very appreciative of how um, I, uh, Ivanov was able to hold his own, keep calm in the pressure situations, and just land. Land punches wherever he wanted to. Um, and then he scored the two takedowns, which was huge. Uh, right. So big, 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 big props to this man. Um, I know the scholar cards had it 29-28, 30-27, 30-27. I also had it 30-27. How did you guys feel about this fight? I roughly score. I it, the scores seemed right. You know what I mean. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Tuivasa, but um, it just wasn't his night. He didn't. He didn't look strong comparatively. Um, Ivanov just looked a lot better. Um, I was a little bummed because I didn't get to see a shoey because that had been hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but for 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 heavyweights, they move quick. You know what I mean? They're they're not slow moving ones where you're like, what the hell is happening? The acting are we watching Turtle? Will you punch each other? Like, um the two of them uh, they We talked about uh Tui Vasa being up a comer and Ivanov <clears throat> pretty well established as far as fighting. Um I want more fighters like that in the heavyweight. We need to start seeing more and more heavyweight fighters like that. If that makes sense. No, I the agree. division needs the division needs to you know the division needs more more life. And if we get more fights like that, I'm happy with it. 
Yeah, I definitely. I agree with you on that. Anthony, how'd you feel about the fight? I missed that fight. I was sad when I when I when I actually got to see the scorecard and see what what really happened. All right then. So we're gonna talk about the next fight that went up. Uh, Jimmy Rivera versus uh, Pitryan. Um First of all, can I just God bless this man? Jan is he's a fucking nightmare. Uh, I just want to put yeah. that out there. So uh, Jimmy Rivera, seventy six to one ninety five, seventy three of one ninety two, over three for his takedowns. Jan two knockdowns. 58 of 192, 56 of 189, and then one for three in his takedowns. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you're wondering, that's how the fight pretty much went. 29 uh, 28, 29 28, 30 27. I actually had a score of 30 27 as well because Jan dominated all three rounds. I don't know what those judges were seeing. Um, yeah. They, they're wilding out because anywhere that I fight. I think they were seeing. I think they were seeing the fact that the, the his opponent was Rivera. I think so too. Does that I think they make try sense? to give him a round. Yeah, they try to give him a round yeah, because they're like, like sometimes that happens where they just give them a round or some shit. I think that's kind of what was going on. Round so. two. Yeah. Totally looked like Jimmy won that, even though his face is busted open. But yeah, we'll give it to him. <laughs> Whatever. Thirty twenty seven. Uh yeah, Jan definitely yeah, set himself up. <laughs> everybody gets a gets one round. Everyone gets one round. Um right. So, Jan, I, I feel like Jan set himself, well, he did. I mean, he beat the fuck out of Rivera. He definitely set himself up for a title shot. So, I'm expecting right. I'm expecting to see that happen. Because, God bless, man. We got, we got something else we'll talk about further into this. But, uh, with this fight card itself. But I expect to see this, this championship fight get put up on, uh, real quick. Anthony, how'd you feel about that fight, or did you, did you miss this one too? No, I did not. I, I actually got to watch this one. What? How crazy is it that uh, that Jimmy outstruck him, had a better percentage, and comes out and gets beat? That's how good Peter uh, Peter Yon is. Uh, I was very impressed with him. I'm not quite sure if he's going to get a title shot yet. I think he's still got to fight like uh, Pedro uh, Pedro Munoz or Cody Garbrandt before I, I fully say, let's give him a title fight. No, that's fair enough. I don't think he has to fight Pedro. I think if anything, I would give him uh, Sterling. That might be one. Uh, I, I, would give you, I would give you that. I th- maybe another fight. Um, giving him another fight regardless whoever yeah. it is giving him another fight would probably be beneficial for that before the title shot no okay. i agree with that i agree giving him somebody um especially somebody a little bit higher and a higher caliber would do him justice to get him in that title shot he ju- yes he just beat jimmy rare who's number seven but you you have you have Aljamain sterling you have uh rafael asanche and you have Marlon Marez out there, like you, I, and Pedro Munoz, like I said. Uh, and if not, give him Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz got to come back eventually. All right, if he comes think, back, um, I'd watch it. Just, I just, I don't, I don't think uh, Jan deserves a title shot yet by beating the number seventh best in the in the world. No, well, but he deserves to. He deserves to have the fight that gets the conversation. Yeah, I agree with that. But understand too. So it, I don't think it's Pedro. I, I really don't. I don't think it's Garbrandt. I, you know, because Pedro beat Garbrandt. Pedro just lost to Sterling, and then Jan just beat 
you know, he just he just won. So I feel like the next matchup you have to have, it's got to be the winner of Sterling and Jan has, gets that chance. I, 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 do, right. I would do it that way. Uh, I can see it. I can see why. So let's have some fun. Um, I don't even want to talk into the stats of this next fight because it's going to make Anthony cry. <laughs> but we did have Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cerrone. Uh, second round no, we TKO. We didn't get this fight. Don't say we got this fight. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't lie. We, first of all, Anthony Anthony's going to say got- something on here about this fight that I know he's going to be proud of to say. But let's let's go let's go or right, maybe you said it to me before we went on air I can't remember one of you two said it um, Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cerrone TKO uh, into the second round going to the third round uh, four reasons Donald Cerrone broke his nose and uh, hey Julie what do you not do when you blow your nose or when you break your nose what exactly you accidentally just said don't blow your fuck. <laughs> Oh my God! It's uh, I my my uh, Donald. God damn, you've been in this fight game for so long. I understand what happened, but yeah, you don't blow your nose because when you do that, shaboopy, you have no more eyeball. It turns into uh, a melon on the side of your face. So, and, and Anthony, and, you know, the, the funny thing about that, what, real quick, is I had. We, I think we were bringing it up in the the chat, um, outside of here. Um, was the moment he did it, and you see cowboy touch his eye, and then you see the like, what the fuck did I just do? Wash over his face, like, oh son of a bitch, son of a, oh I can't, please go back, 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 please. It was almost like a little kid who just spilled a lot of paint on the on a on the carpet, you know, like. <laughs> like they knew they shouldn't have done it, but oh, they God. still put oh, that put it on the car. Yeah, when their mom said put the put put the paint on the table, not the carpet, but just mindlessly you set it down. It's this. It was about the same exact thing. The same panic that came on his face reminded me of it. It was like, <gasps> go on, Anthony. We we know you're heartbroken. Go on, talk talk to us, man. Oh, you you know it. Donald looked good in the first round. Kukui looked good in the first uh-huh. round. It was one. It was just one of those fights where you got okay. It was one of those fights that looked really good, and then the second round came and Donald Kukui's in him with everything that he could, and yeah, it, it sucks to end the way it did. It sucks yeah. that Tony got him at, after the bell, but he was getting beat up. Oh yeah, he's getting cracked in the towards nose. the end of that round, and. And so, no, I, I have nothing bad to say about Al Kukui, man. Tony's a man. I hope, I hope he beats the brakes off Khabib or gets it. Oh, not let me rephrase that. I hope he beats the brakes off McGregor and gets a title fight against Khabib. So, you guys want to know how many punches were thrown between the two guys in the first two rounds? I, th- I think I know that answer. Go ahead. Um, Throw it out there. Julie, just take a guess. Almost four, like almost four hundred. I'm I'm waiting for Julie to guess. Hey everybody, Cliff here with Get to KO, and I really hope you love what you're listening to. So, did you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered it for ourselves. It's a free app called Podcoin, 
and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast, and you earn a PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into a gift card at places like Starbucks and Amazon. Or, if you're a good person, you could donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. You download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I will have a special code just for you. Simply just use our code, the KO, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to us enough on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and, and sign up with the code, the KO. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Uh-oh. 72. How much? I'm just, I have no idea. I just want to hear the numbers. So 72. 385. <laughs> oh, my God. 385. God damn it. I That's, you, want... you were close. You were close. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Do you know how many landed? Uh, we needed. We needed. We needed to get. We need to get. This needs to run back. But for those who don't know, 172 landed. 172 punches <laughs> landed. Ow! I love those fucks. Yo, it's, it was I insane. Was so sad when they had to get kicked. I was like, no. Tony, Tony landed 104 shots. And yes. Donald was, st- he didn't get knocked down. He, Donald was still standing. And that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm telling you. How awesome was that fight for, for two rounds? Well, it won fight night, fight of the night, and it, it didn't even finish. Dude, yeah, got a fight of the night with Dr. Stoppage. What the <laughs> hell? That's crazy. What okay. the hell? So <laughs> let's, uh, let's, jump up. let's jump up a fight. So this is the co-main event, uh, Valentina Shoshenko versus Jessica I. Uh, my wife round, Second round stoppage due to head kick. Uh, <sighs> can we just call it death kick? I mean, is that, is that the right oh. way to say it? Dude, I love that Valentina Shevchenko is, like, so nice, but then also, like, this little killer at the same time. You know, she's like, oh, I just want to fight. And just So, bam, your head's on the other side of the octagon. And then she'll just wait to make sure the doctor watches you and make sure you're okay. They good? They good? Oh, okay. Yay, we're belt. I was, dude, that noise that she made <laughs> when her foot crack. connected to Jessica's dome. I mean, realistically, let's be real. Uh, this is the only. This is the second time we've. This is only the second time we've had head kick knockout in the championship with with the females. The first time was Ronda Rousey <laughs> getting her head, her dome kicked out by Holly Holmes. So having that happen again was interesting, and then having it in the way it did because when she connected, I went out, and I mean not just like out. I mean like to. The beginning, you know, round one, she lost time. She time traveled. She time traveled <laughs> in the match when she got knocked out. She didn't even know that she got kicked in the head. It was totally like just she went to the 15 minutes prior, I mean, the 15 seconds prior to the head kick. That's where Jessica's brain was at. It went to auto shut off and saved her. Backup files like a computer. Yeah, like. Just seriously, I felt so bad when I watched it too. Because legit, I do like Jessica. I was talking about, I've talked about her before on here. Like, I was actually been looking forward to this matchup. So I was, I was, I like Jessica because she's been, she's had a fire under her. 
But I, like I said, she was going against Valentina Zetanko, so I didn't know if that fire was going to matter at all. And it didn't. It didn't matter where the fucking damn. It was great. Glad that you're excited to get in there. But you went in there with Shevchenko, and apparently she's a pit bull. <laughs> an Anthony, adorable how'd you feel baby. about the fight? Uh, rip. I love that meme that I shared to us about the uh, about her having a the bulletproof vest on and then get headshot. Oh my god, yeah. Oh man, that's just awesome. You know, so um, you know, it was something to say too. Like, so Valentina landed head kick, and we're talking what was it like five ten minutes that they're like Jessica I is still out. Like she's not moving. Yeah, then, like, she was out for started, a while. Yeah, she was out for a long time, and then like she sat up, and then she was like, "I got knocked out." Like. Yo, dude, where are you at? Like, yeah, you got knocked out. Everybody is around you. Joe Rogan is about to interview you because he wants to know where you felt the fight went bad. Like, dude. Like, he's already interviewed Valentina Shenko. They were just waiting for you to wake up. Like, oh. Like, hey, big ups to Valentina, man, because that was nasty. You know what? I'll say, I'll say this right now. That's something, and I meant to bring this up before, that's something that the UFC really needs to fucking stop doing. Leave motherfuckers alone if they get their dome kicked off. I know Joe Rogan doesn't normally make it a, a habit, and I and I want him to do that. Because uh, speaking as someone that's been kachooshed in the fucking dome, the last damn thing I would want to do is have an interview about like, well, what did you feel about when you when you saw you know lightning in your head and things went wonky. What was that like? The last damn thing I wanted, would want to do right then is talk about anything having to do with that situation. So, like, they they should probably stop doing that with people that get KO'd and shit. Like, just keep, what is, just what keep, is, just keep not talking to them. Let them fucking wake up and get the hell out of the octagon. Yeah, Let, talk well, to them tomorrow. I think when it when it comes to knockouts like that, obviously they don't go and talk to them. But if it's like a submission. Or maybe even yeah, like submission. um a t- a t- well, or even like you know I'm, you have a decision, you can interview the guy. I would feel like you need to interview the person who lost first and then interview the winner. But I feel like they always have it backwards because like Joe Rogan always goes and interviews the winner first and then goes and talks to the person who yeah lost. no talk to the loser then talk go to, to the yeah. winner because at least the you know and on a high note it's a high note right. So speaking of high notes, Henry Cejudo versus um, Marais. <sighs> Uh, third round TKO, um, 451, um, it was by punches. I'm going to be honest. I, I thought this fight was going to go all the way through. Um, I was definitely shocked when I saw, um, uh, Marlon hit the ground. I was like, oh, bruh. <laughs> I was like, this is brutal. Um, but no, like, Cejudo, definitely, man. Um, he did a lot of, he... He missed a lot of his takedowns. You know, he 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 was one for four for his takedowns. Um, but man, that dude, he throws in volumes. And then we obviously saw that now Cejudo is a is a champ champ. Well, in his words, Anthony, what did he say again that he was champ supreme? I think he called himself. Then he said, I thought he called himself the the champ 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 because I also won an Olympic gold medal. We know, dude. You say oh, yeah. every single fight. Yeah, you put it on a chain and shit. I saw that. They did a close up on it. I, I mean, 
Give Here I'm props. talking shit. I've never, yeah, I mean, I've never won a gold medal, but I'm still going to talk shit about the fact that you were on a gold chain like a dumbass. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> stupid. He's like, like cool, you won a gold medal. It's, yeah, like, cool, you won a gold medal. It still looks fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I don't, like, imagine if Michael Phelps tried to walk around with that shit. <laughs> Fuck me. He'd be fucking falling over. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, sit the fuck down. I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that be walking around looking like they stole, like, a Khajiit loot from fucking Skyrim or some shit. <laughs> Gamer nerd. Let's, let, let's, uh, let's really think about this. Let's, really, let, let, let's, let's talk about the bigger picture here. Henry Suhedo is willing to defend both titles. Mm. Not only that, but even the bigger picture is is Dana White confirmed that the flyweight ain't going nowhere. Yeah, right. I saw that announcement earlier. Oh, I'm excited the fact that we're keeping our little guys around. Not no no disrespect about the little guys, but y'all the little guys. Um, and I really want to see. I, I I think Henry's the guy to do it. I think Henry's the guy that that will defend both titles. Conor McGregor had the chance, but Conor McGregor decided he wanted to go to, bo- to boxing. DC, yeah. DC didn't have a chance. He was not going to go back down and have to fight John Jones. Um, I think but Henry Suhedo didn't want to go down to fight John Jones. I think there's a difference. There. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I think that I think there's a big difference. I think that I think DC doesn't want any part of Jones. Right. So he gave up the lightweight, the light heavyweight title. Yeah, I I can agree. I with that. I think Henry Suhedo is the I I think and, and here's the thing, and, and as much shit as I give you Cliff about uh about Max Holloway, if Max Holloway wins the the one fifty five title, uh the, the the is the welterweight no it's the lightweight lightweight title, um I think he's the guy that could have could have uh defended both, but we're sitting here now it, it's it's uh Henry Suhedo. Who's probably going? Who's the, probably our best bet to to defend both titles? Yeah, I can agree to that. I think, and I I think if it was like let's say Anthony Smith or maybe even you know uh, Alexander Gustafson, I think DC would have dropped down to two hundred five to fight one of those two. But like you said, because it's John Jones, there's there's no chance. He's just not doing it. And uh, I give I give Henry like. Big ups. Like, I'm going to give you shit because you wear your gold chain like this is the fucking 80s. But you um, you are, man. You are you are a triple champ. We give you the mad props. Yep. Um, and I might talk respect, shit, man. but I ain't doing it. I'll talk shit to his face. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I'm just going to let him know. Like, first, I want oh, you to yeah, know dude. I respect you. Secondly, you look like you probably should be wearing some fucking Adidas in a jumpsuit in a in a Kango hat and fucking learn how to do uh, kicking in your Adidas. I'm just saying, maybe you fit right in with Run DMC as, like, their mascot. Uh... Damn. <laughs> All right. So, uh, final thoughts on UFC 238. What do you guys think? I really want to call I, I need the Cowboy versus Ferguson match to happen again. <laughs> card. I'm glad that I'm glad that we get to see Tony and Donald bring it to the house. We got glad to see we got to see uh two heavyweights go at it like they were Yo, heavyweights. 
glad to see a racing Peter Jan do what he does best. And last but not least, I'm glad that we got to see Valentina Shevchenko do her dance. Yep, my oh wife my made me God. incredibly proud. My <laughs> wife made me proud. So, some of you guys who may not know, uh, Anthony, Julie, and I are on a Facebook page called Addicted to the UFC. And, uh, yeah, somebody decided they wanted to, like, praise Valentina Shoshenko's dance after uh, after her win. Um, I was not that person. <laughs> so. no, the, 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 okay, so, no, so we're going to dig into this. We're digging into this. This dude... This dude, this dude's not gonna sit there and say I'm bonerless now because of her dance. Now, fuck you! You have no chance with her. You're ugly. You're fat. And like I said, I feel bad for your kids if they look like you. Oh, my God. oh, right. damn! Yeah, that's amazing. He did plus, anyways, it. plus, anyways, fuck you. She's my wife. She's amazing. I'll, mm, I, I straight up punch you like, in the dick, dog. I'm, I'm punch you in the dick. I may have been a person who said, you know what? I'll pay her not to dance, but just to keep beating the shit out of women. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. So Anthony definitely disrespected this man's kids. He's the moderator of the chat of the whole room. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, cool, but still, bitch. <laughs> All right. So we're not talking about addicted to the UFC anymore on Facebook. So you guys can find it. You guys probably find Anthony's comments. Anyway. Kick me out. Kick me out of the UFC. Kick me out of that group. I don't care. Your kids are still going to be ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So also after UFC 238, uh, well, actually during UFC 238, we actually had a a big boxing fight going down. Um, Rolls versus Triple G. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to see this boxing fight, um, but – Rolls actually was doing very well. He was standing his ground. Um, he was, you know, had some good defense, good head movement, land a couple shots. He actually tagged Triple G a few times um, during the fight. But then, like, in the fourth round, Triple G was like, I'm going to quit playing around. Knocked the holy piss out of this man. And when I say knocked the piss out of him, it looked like Shoshenko's headshot in punch form. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that man did not get – he got up at nine – and he just leaned against the ropes, and he was like, "You could see, like, it was just gone. Lights were lights were on. No one was home, and uh, mm. <laughs> I felt so bad for Rolls because he got he took a good shot right to the face. I think it was a left hook that just planted him, and he he was out, laid out. I was like, "Oh God, you were doing great up until that point, and I'm sorry that you uh you caught that ass whooping, but um." Uh, Big win for Triple G. Huge, you know, congratulations. Uh, and I can't wait to see his next fight, man. He's just, Triple G is amazing to watch. Right, right. So, with that being said, we have other fights that we need to get covering, which I'm mad excited about. We have a few events coming up. We're going to talk about UFC Fight Night 154. Um, this fight is going to be, I think this is a Brazil card, isn't it? Yeah. Uh... Dun, dun, dun. I love how we're just Googling stuff. No, that's oh, in wait, South Carolina. South Carolina. It, yeah, I'm saying it should be in South Carolina because I remember it's like Bon Secor Wellness something. Yeah, there whatever. you go. So, yeah. obviously, uh, Ashley Yoder versus Koto. Um, that's going to be on the main fight. Kevin Holland versus uh, Asio de Ch- Chichiro. I'll get that right when I hear it. 
Um, Andrea Lee versus Montana De La Rosa. You uh, know you ain't gonna get it right, even if you damn well heard it too. Yeah, probably. Uh, Brian <laughs> Barbonera versus uh, Randy Brown. So I'm gonna be honest. This is my fight that I really want to see. Uh, Brian uh, Brian Bam Bam uh, beat both Jake and Joe Ellenberger. Uh, Randy Brown had that huge win over Mickey Gall, um, and then yeah, you know, and then Randy right. he suffered that. Po- well, remember Randy? Uh, he lost. He got knocked out by an uh, by an elbow coming up like an upstrike from when he was in a he was in somebody's guard. Oh, he got hit with that upstrike. Okay, yeah. Um, so he's he's coming back. Uh, John Lineker versus Rob Font, and then uh, Kano versus uh. Sung Jun, the Korean zombie. I can't wait to see him back um, in Octagon. Yeah. So a lot of good fights that are coming up. Is there a fight in there, you guys, that you heard that maybe you guys were excited about? Actually, looking forward to the co-main. I can dig it. Yeah, I actually just I I don't. It, it's not like oh, well, they're my favorite fighters or anything crazy like that. I just I enjoy watching them. So I kind of I like the matchup of of the two of them. I, I want to see what happens between the two. Yep. What about you, Anthony? Um, you know that you know that Brian the the Brian Barbarina versus Randy Brown fights. I'm excited about that fight. I'm I'm really excited to see Ashley Yoder get back into the octagon. I'm a big fan of her. She's pretty hot. <laughs> of course, that's where Anthony's gonna head to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of great fights that are going to be on here. So, we definitely yeah. we have a lot of great things that are about to pop off. So, I can't wait. Bellator 222 is also on the same day. Again, yeah, we have a Bellator sure. versus UFC uh, fight card. But this fight card, oh, bruh, we got to be ready. Darian Caldaway versus uh, Horiguchi. We have Juan Arcateleta versus Aguardo Dantes. Uh, Ricky Banderas versus Patrick Mix, uh, Dylan Dennis versus Max Humphrey, uh, Leota Machida versus Shell Sonnen, and then the main card, uh, main event is gonna be Roy McDonald versus Neam Gracie. Um, I gotta be honest, I want to see uh, Leota Machida versus Shell Sonnen. I I couldn't even, I could care less about the rest of the card. I'm not even gonna lie, <laughs> even the main event. I was like. I just want to see the dragon I, versus the American gangster. <laughs> yeah, that, definitely that one. I'm, I'm also excited. I cannot wait to literally watch Max Humphrey beat the brakes off of Dylan Dennis, dude. I cannot. <laughs> what about you, Julian? Yeah, no, I agree with that one about what I want Dylan Dennis to get his face beat in. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with the Machida, the Machida son. In. And uh, I actually don't mind what I actually kind of the main the main event I actually don't mind I don't mind what's gonna happen there I can see why it's the main event yeah uh, so yeah no no it's it's big ups um also on that same night we have a bare knuckle fight um I told you guys we we're gonna bring you some new stuff I know last time we've talked about the Bellators um uh, we definitely talked about UFC a lot on here uh but bare knuckle boxing is Got one of its biggest cards I've ever seen. Um, of course, this is Bare Knuckle, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship Six. Um, but we have uh, Liebman versus Brendan Ward, uh, Reggie Barnett versus uh, Johnny Bedford, and then the main event of the night: 
Oh, uh, this motherfucking thing right here. <laughs> Versus Polly, uh, Johnny. I don't give a shit. He's going to get his ass beat anyway by Artem. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this, this fight caught my attention. And I think from what I heard, Polly got it approved to fight with gloves in a bare knuckle fight. I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys remember hearing that? What? Yeah, it's like light gloves. I think it's like MMA gloves that they're gonna be fighting with in this fight. I. But it's not bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah. I. But does not compute brain overload. How the fuck are you gonna have something in your hand and call it bare knuckle? Things hurt inside. Things hurt inside. Don't, Dude, don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the it's the Mick and me, and there's like, you know, we got a bunch of travelers and shit, and that's how you settle fight. That's how they settle fights and shit, and that's whatever. That's all them. So, like, if you're going bare knuckle box, like, you fucking don't have bullshit on your hands. Punch somebody in the face with your bare knuckles. Fuck. My brain hurts at this decision. <laughs> well... We'll be, able to, we'll be able to check out the fight. I know it's going to be playing. Um, they're going to be streaming it. So it's definitely, it's got my attention. Uh, you know, especially because Artem obviously came out of uh, McGregor's camp. Um, and obviously, you know, Pauly uh, yeah. fought McGregor too while they, he was training for the boxing fight. So like the trash talk has been like intensified. Yeah, I feel like I there's like a real blood bloodlust in this fight. Right, I've caught some of it online. Polly acting a goddamn fool with the fucking things where you're like, just sit down, Polly. Just sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I can't I can't really wait to see this fight. Anthony, how are you feeling about some of these fights that you heard? Um I can't even tell you, dude. <laughs> I'm still mind fucked. Mind fucked that you're gonna put gloves on a bare knuckle boxer. See so Fucking dumb. See now, yeah. Way, see, I'm not the only one whose brain shut off. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Artem Lebov. I don't like Pauly. Headlining a card where I think I'd rather watch Chris Lieben uh, headline that card or uh, Beck Rollins, dude. Let 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 my girl Beck Rollins. Headline that car. She a bad, bad girl. Fuck yeah, she is. Yes, she is. I, yes, she is. <laughs> so to give you guys the 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 kind of the download right, and this is coming off of uh, um, the bloody elbow. So they're going to be fighting. Um, so the Florida State Boxing Commissions requires all fighters to wear some kind of glove. That's why they wear like the the light skin wraps that you guys happen to see. Um, there's no requirement, however, designed of a glove, and the commissioner has asked that they wear a. It's a glove, but the knuckles can be exposed, and that's how they're gonna fight, with like a glove with like. Knuckles I need to exposed. see how this motherfucking thing looks. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's very interesting to see. But it's definitely something that made me laugh, and I was like, I definitely, I still want to see this fight. I don't care. I want to see. Polly so it's get like a cutout. Yeah, like it's a cutout for your knuckle. I, I feel like, like a titty that. cutout for your knuckles. What the fuck? 
Like, okay. Okay, but, I see what you're doing. It's weird, but I see what you're doing. It's it is what it is. So Yeah. Um so something I really do want to talk we about. We need to get Max. We, we whenever we say that, we need to get like a Max Holloway soundboard of him saying that. We need to get that. <laughs> just press that. Just press that whenever anyone says it is what it is. Yep. So I want to talk something really quick. Um, this was something I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, but it was very interesting to hear. Right. So we're going to talk about one FC, right? And one FC. If you guys haven't been paying attention. Um, by all means, is devastating, and I say devastating in a in a nice term because these guys are just laying in uh, super punches. But what I love about it is that they're not allowed to cut weight, so you have to walk around at the weight that you're that you're at is where you're gonna fight. So if you normally walk around at like one ninety, you can drop to five pounds as long as you're still hydrated. You're not allowed to go into weigh-ins dehydrated. Um, they have doctors monitoring you the whole time. They have a hydration piss test that you got to take. Um, so I find it very interesting that that's a call that they made. But then I've heard other things too where they've like encouraged you to use steroids, which I don't I don't know that to be true. Um, but 1FC has a lot of elite strikers and world-class athletes. And I feel like if they can get a little bit more money put behind them, this is a promotion that's going to rival – the UFC, because they don't only just do mixed martial arts. We see them doing, uh, you know, karate type tournaments. We see them doing um, Muay Thai, which is massive. Uh, they do boxing. They're shoot wrestling. They're submission grappling. They have a world, a whole entire world um, that they're trying to expose into uh, into to people's homes. And I I cannot wait. And what we saw. Obviously, Sage Northcutt, we've talked about him on this fight, on this card, or on this podcast about, you know, obviously getting his face broken. Um, Eddie Alvarez being knocked out. Mighty Mouse having a lot of difficulty with his his first fight. It's insane that these guys haven't been signed by the UFC, but what we're seeing is that, you know, some of the guys that got released from the UFC you know, they're being tested and it's it's really cool to see. I'm not gonna lie, it's really awesome to see. Yeah, no, I totally agree, homie. So with that being said <clears throat> though, we do have the legacy card that's coming up. Um and I bring up the legacy card for one reason. Um there's a lot of names on this card. Andrew Miller's gonna be on this card, uh Hans Yaho, uh Mashimusha is gonna be on there, Anderson uh Anderson Silva, not that Anderson Silva, a different Anderson Silva. Um but the biggest name on there is going to be Akiyama. Um, he used to fight in the UFC. We, you know, people who paid attention to him. Um, I think they call him Mr. Sexy, if I remember right. Uh, it, he was an incredible talent in the UFC, but he's also been an incredible talent among other promotions around the world. Um, and then we're going to get uh, Fairtex versus uh, Junico. Um, so if you guys didn't know, 105 uh, Muay Thai World Championship is going to be on the line. It's it's going to be devastating. Um, I know uh, Junico has been talking a lot about how she wants to represent uh, for women's um, Muay Thai out of Australia and that there's a big following for her. So I cannot wait to see what she can do um, now that she's got this opportunity to fight for a title. I know you guys are kind of like, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, but please, if you get a chance, go watch some of her fights. It's amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. 
And then also uh, June twentieth, uh, we'll probably we'll talk about this once the card kind of gets more released. Uh, right, right. There's the one. The, there's the one Warrior series six is going to be starting up for June. Um, it's going to be heavy as well. I mean, I just know like a lot of the stuff, man. That one FC is starting to put together. I think a lot of people really need to pay attention because you're getting the best of everything and you're only watching one thing. And I know like a lot of people, there's only so much media that you can consume, but cause you know, like even the UFC has the UFC fight pass, but one FC is going to give you everything in pretty much one shot. So it's, it's really cool. It's really something I'm interested in. I want you, uh, you know, and I just want to express that out to you guys. Like, please, when you get a chance, go check it out. Um, that's pretty much about all we really have. Do you guys have anything you guys want to talk about? Honestly, I think we've covered most of the stuff for the weekend MMA right now. There's a lot of stuff going on in MMA. There, it's, it's, it, there's combat. a lot of stuff going on in general. It's not just MMA. We cover wrestling as well, Cliff. My you brain. Do. She hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, to give you an idea of what my weekend looked like, and you guys are all going to be kind of like, oh, dang. I covered comic book related material on Friday, wrestling on Sunday, and an MMA tonight. So it's it is a lot of work. I do understand, and my my brain is is pretty fried too. I'm excited. I know there's a lot of good fights going to be coming up, especially for international week right. um, in the UFC. And as those cards start to more develop, we'll get into it, guys. Um, but as for now, Anthony, do you want to give a quick shout out? Give a give them your link and love. Yeah, buddy, my Lincoln love is finding out what we're having last week. I mean, big news now that we can actually shop for a gender, and it's, I'm excited for that. Um, we're gonna be 24 weeks along here in two day, uh, three days. Um, other than that, I want to touch up on 22. 22 Veterans Day a day from battles that they can't win. And it's, it's, it's a tough thing to swallow that, I, that, that I've had friends been there. Uh, two days ago, two days ago, we was a, a year anniversary from one of my, uh, he wasn't a friend of mine, but he was a, he was, he was a battle buddy. We were in Iraq together. I've had some beers with the guy, uh, Rich Mackin, man. I pray that you're resting easy, buddy. I mean, I just pray that he's resting easy. So I will always keep my phone open, my messenger open, my Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. You want to reach me there? You can reach me at Twitter at a Luhan1985. My Snapchat is a Luhan1985. My Instagram is Anthony Luhan1985. Add me, I add you. Let's send some freaky stuff. <laughs> Julie, go ahead and give him your shout-outs as well. Not too much stuff going on, guys. Uh, find me, as usual, Graham at, at a little less Chewbacca. Um, I did just toss up my Bethesda review, well, the uh, E3 Bethesda showcase up on prankculture.com. So if, you want it, if you're in the video games and stuff, Go over to the website, frankculture.com, 
duo we have brought to you about all the fun stuff for me three because it's been a jam-packed gaming fucking weekend and blah my brain hurts from it other than that also keep an eye out um if you do follow me on instagram you might have seen that i'm starting editing videos and learning editing and all that fun stuff because we're going to start doing the gaming review so keep an eye out for all that fun stuff as well and guys uh you can find me right here uh, get the KO, as well as Nerds Around Table and Frankensteiner. We all have all those shows under uh, Franken Culture. It's been an, an amazing, amazing ride to kind of be with them. Um, and, you know, I'm right with Julie. Like, I learned how to edit podcasts. It, it's been a fry, but, hey, man, it's been a fun ride to do. Um, you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms, including Discord, as well as uh, Reddit at CM underscore Miller 85. And uh, you guys can also catch me June 22nd at AUW's uh, Uprising and WCF Wrestling's uh, Wrestling Madness on June 29th. Uh, Yes, I will be an active participant in the ring. Hopefully, uh, I get some cool storylines built up. Yay. (laughs) Um, Right. and, And then with that being said, we do have future fights coming up. As we said, we just previewed 154, Bellator, 1FC, Bare Knuckle Fighting. We'll come back and we'll cover all that stuff uh, next week. Um, go oh, ahead, hey, guys. yo. What's up? Yo, real quick before we log off, if you're listening to this and it's not on PodCoin, I need you to stop right now. Go on your phone, download PodCoin, and get yourself some coinage. PodCoin, you can find us on there. Use the code Franken, Franken, F-R-A-N-K-E-N. Or I believe, forget the K-O, we also have one as well. Either way, use one of those two. You get yourself 300 bonus coins. So, PodCoin, make sure you uh, keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah, and you guys can actually use the code, like she said, Franken, or you can use the K-O. It's pretty, the K-O, okay. Yeah, that's pretty it simple. Um, and then you guys will get you know, 300 PodCoins. Um, and then you guys yeah. can take those PodCoins, donate them, or you guys can even use them to get Starbucks coffee. Like, whatever you guys are clever. You can use them, yeah, you can use the coin to redeem for gift cards or use them for a uh charity of your choice yeah um with that being said guys go ahead give me big shout outs um Tell shout out one <laughs> two bye guys have a good day and as always good fight and good night